Hi, I'm Jess, and I'm out to get the life and love of my dreams. I'm tired of seeing myself get in the way of my goals and desires, be heartbroken over unavailable guys, and feel unsatisfied and unhappy in life and love. If this sounds like you too, let's do this together. I've created this podcast so we can connect, learn, and grow together. Each week, I'll be sharing, exploring, and learning alongside you on topics like dating, inner work, self-love, health and fitness, and so much more. Welcome to Happiness with Jess, a podcast for self-love, better dating, getting out of your own way, and getting the life and love you want. I'm so happy you're here. Hello. Hi, friends. I am so glad you're here. Today's episode is controlling what you can and releasing what you can't when it comes to dating and relationships. But before I get into it, I just really wanted to take a moment and just say thank you. I sincerely love when you message me and, you know, tell me about the things that you're learning in the podcast or like your takeaways. I just... I don't know. I just love it. I love hearing that you're finding things like this helpful and yeah, just some of your experiences and things like that. So I just wanted to say, keep those coming. I really appreciate hearing from you. Okay. So today's episode, like I said, is controlling what you can and releasing what you can't dating and relationships edition. And I wanted to do this one because I think relationships and dating can be like a place where we really want to have a lot of control. Um, we want our partners to act a certain way. We want milestones to be, you know, smooth and predictable and, you know, have certainty in a person. And with that, we are met with lots of frustration, maybe some anxiety, anger, because just the nature of dating and relationships are that we don't have control (laughs) at all over them. We only have control over ourselves. Um, And so today's episode, you're going to be reminded that actually there is a lot of control and power when we're looking at our side of the road, when we can look more clearly at the things that are in our control. And so it's, this episode will be a lot more powerful if you can write some of these things down. Like that previous episode that I did with the spheres of control, it was really helpful to write things down so that you can get more clarity on where we're focusing on things and where we can start to refocus. And so if you want to pause this, go grab a piece of paper and a pen, go do it. Or if you want to timestamp this and then come back to it later for more impact, that works too. Okay, so spheres of control. Okay, so this is our three circles. We got our larger outer circle, a medium circle, and then a smaller circle on the inside. It looks like an eyeball. And honestly, you can do this in a list form too. I don't know. I just have done it with a circle. But a list is going to work great too. So what we're going to do here is we're going to think about our relationships or that person of interest or, you know, if we're not dating, maybe we're thinking about how we've behaved in the past. And I want you to just begin categorizing your thoughts, your behaviors, your choices, etc. when it comes to that person or, you know, your dating life. But before we get too ahead of ourselves, I kind of want to do this a little bit differently than how I conducted it in that other episode on releasing what we can and controlling what we can. So I want to first just look at no control. So let's start listing out all of the things about this other person or dating in general 
that we do not have control over. So their thoughts, their behaviors, their choices, their actions. So inside of this circle is going to be things like what they think about you and your body, when and how they communicate, how they handle stress, their quirks, like are they late all the time, talking to strangers, dancing <laughs> half naked in their living room, um, their f- the future, like are they the one, will this work out, maybe thoughts of cheating and lying. So this is going to look differently for everyone. It's going to be specific to your relationship and maybe even some of your experiences and, you know, that really shape our inner dialogue. And like I said, we're going to be doing this different than the previous time. So before we move on and do like total control and some control, I just want to look at what we've written down so far. And so circle where you spend a lot of time. Circle where you're spending a lot of your energy. Maybe it is thinking about them cheating on you because you have been cheated on in the past. Maybe it is focusing on how they're handling their stress. Like you are just always wondering and worrying like what kind of shape they're going to be when they come home. Maybe it's thoughts about like what they think about you. You're early on in dating and you're just wondering where you're at with them. You're wondering like what they think about your body and your values and who you are as a person. So just take note of where you're spending a lot of your energy. Okay, so now let's look at that no control list and see what we can flip into being our control. Like I said, I think this episode is going to be really great and show you that you actually have a lot more control than you realize. And I'm going to show you how. And I'm going to use some examples of what this can look like by using some things like Personally, I've spent some energy thinking about, and I know probably a lot of other people have too. So as a reminder, things that are in our total control are all things to do with us. So our mindset, our thoughts, our behaviors, choices, actions. Oh my God. Sorry, everyone. I... um just saw a mosquito and they have been eating me up. And so I just tried to kill one and I was distracted because I did not want it sucking on my arm while I'm doing this episode. So my apologies, I'm back. (laughs) Okay, so back to total control. So our mindset, thoughts, behaviors, choices, actions. So, okay, when and how they communicate. So this used to bring a lot of anxiety for me. Like, how much they're texting me, how much they're reaching out. Like, I don't know, just, like, when I should text back. Like, how much time in between, how long it took them to text. And uh, it's just ridiculous. So, I really honestly just stopped putting so much weight on texting. In-person communication and time together is really what's building a relationship. Like, I think their effort does say a lot. Like, if they want to FaceTime me, um, text me, call me, like, obviously those things are really great for a relationship too, but I'm just putting less weight on texting especially. And that's helped so, so much. Like, the in-person communication is really what's important in building a relationship. So we really, but at the end of the day, you know, we just really don't have control over them. But what we do have control of 
is how we communicate. And that includes like expressing our like expectations and our desires of a partner and a relationship. And so letting that person know like what you want, what you're needing is going to be very important and helpful here. And so like if it does bother you not to hear from them all day, or maybe they did say that they are going to, you know, call you or see you and, and then they, the plans fell through, like expressing that is your responsibility. And then you get to decide if it's enough for you or not. Okay. How they handle stress. So, you know, we, again, we don't have control over the other person and we especially don't have, our, have control over what is triggering them or how they're going to be reacting. But we do have control over how we handle it, like our side of it. And I don't know about you, but I've been in conflicts where I've been essentially the fuel to the fire. Like they're the fire and I, my tone, my choice of words, like when and how I bring something up has just, you know, caused a a whole inferno. And so this is something that we can really look at and it is in our control. Like bringing more awareness of our emotions, our emotional regulation is going to be really helpful, especially during conflict. And that is completely in our control. So looking at our tone, our choice of words, like like when we're communicating, like going and cooling off first. So taking ownership of your end of communication when it comes to stress. All right, their quirks. So they're often late. Maybe they're always talking to random people <laughs> or they love, I don't know, dancing naked all the time. So... <laughs> I made that one up. Um, But like just the loudest way to love somebody is by embracing them and accepting them, quirks and all. And I think this is different than like unhealthy habits, which I'm going to get to in a little bit. But yeah, like I have some goofy things about me and I think like I would really appreciate somebody loving me and accepting me as I am and not wanting to change me. Um, Of course, yeah, if there are things that are really bothersome, really troublesome for the relationship, that's different. We're going to get to that in a second. But like just the things about them that make them them. Hey, love and embrace them as best as we can. I think that is just what really love is. And the more that we can do that, we're getting that in return. All right. So yeah, they're unhealthy habits. So maybe they're staying up late. They're not exercising enough. Like they're leaving their dirty shit all over the floor. (laughs) Like I think the thing here is to just be an example of what you're expecting from another person. So in other words, like what you're wanting from your partner or your future partner, like be that first, be that with yourself. Like if you are upset with them staying up late, not working out enough, like leaving shit on the floor, like check yourself, like (laughs) make sure that you're like, you're walking the walk, not just talking the talk, you know, and where you are showing up and where you're in, in your own lane here, like that's where you get to decide, like, what do you want to tolerate? And you get to set boundaries. So you can set boundaries and you have control over what you're tolerating and not tolerating in another person. All right, next one, what they think about you, your body, like, etc. So yeah, we can't control what they think about us, but we can we can direct them. So if you hold yourself in a high regard, it really teaches people to do that as well. And I mean, obviously, like we are creatures of, you know, we need to belong. Like that is an innate need. It is going to feel like less important when 
we decide, like when we like our bodies, when we like ourselves, when we like our quirks. And so I think it's really important here to like decide this for yourself. Like don't let other people decide it for you. You get to decide what you think about you, yourself, your body, you know, your quirks. And yeah, their opinions are going to feel less important. They're going to have less weight on them. And, you know, I don't think that applies to everything. Like if they're expressing like something that really bothers them, uh, maybe you're late all the time. You're you're the messy one. Like, look at yourself and decide if that's something that you're wanting to change. If you think like that's something that you would like to improve too. Like, I think relationships are very helpful in kind of being a mirror to each other. They can definitely be a place where we can improve ourselves. But you get to decide if that's something that you want for yourself or not. All right, next one: the future. Like thoughts of like, are they the one? Will this work out? things like that. And yeah, we really don't have a lot of knowledge on the future. It's pretty uncertain, you know, and the best way that I've been able to handle this is just building that trust with myself and knowing that like, if things don't go the way that I've planned, like I can always pivot. And I think that includes like checking in with myself and being honest with myself if this is working or not. And I have ended relationships and I have like been broken up with and, you know, experienced like just pivots. And so, and I've been fine. I I have had experiences that tell me that I will be okay. And so going forward with dating and relationships, like I just have a lot more trust that I can navigate whatever comes and, I also have continued to pursue a lot of my own purpose and passions and interests. And so if it doesn't go the way that I imagined, I'm not losing myself completely. Like I still have my friendships and these things that I'm working on. And it just feels really good because not only am I like not losing myself, I'm just putting a lot less pressure on the relationship. Like not saying that it's not an amazing thing and something I want to experience with another person because I definitely do. I'm just saying like there's more to life than a partner and having this fairy tale like ending with this person. Like I'm still hiking and hanging out with friends and pursuing my own goals. And so that just releases a lot of the expectation and pressure that this person is supposed to complete me and we're supposed to just do everything together from here on out. And the last one I wanted to address is like thoughts of cheating or lying. And look, I've been cheated on more than once. And so I know how painful it is to think about it happening again. I can notice myself being a little hypervigilant, maybe like when they're on their phones, um, because that was a, a place where I I learned that somebody was cheating on me, like looking back, realizing that they'd been texting this other person this whole time. Yeah, you know, so there are just triggers in in that sense. But the thing that I've applied in my relationships now is that if they want to do something to jeopardize the relationship, that's on them. Like we cannot make them stay. We cannot make them be faithful, tell the truth. None of that. Like that's all in their control. That's nothing that I can control. And trying to control that is just something that I don't even want to do anymore. Like I don't want to be this person that I think that they want or need just to prevent that from happening or possibly prevent that from happening. Like I want to be who I am. And if they want to do something to fuck it up, that's on them. 
And then I get to decide if like what behaviors I'm going to tolerate. And so, yeah, that's kind of how I've navigated that from because I have been cheated on. I have been lied to. And yeah, we can also decide if we do want to continue a relationship with this person if they have lied or cheated. Like that's also something that is in your your control there too. And then I just wanted to briefly go over some control. I think this one is like going to be things that are shared between the two of you, obviously. So like your home environment, maybe like the communication between the two of you, like how you're navigating conflict, your parenting or your pet parenting. So like looking at like your end of the road, like are you planning dates? Are you trying to make things fun and exciting for you guys? Like, or are you expecting them to do all of that? Looking at like how you are with conversations, like your tone when you bring things up, like how you navigate conflict and awareness of your emotions and your triggers, or in general, if you're even starting these conversations at all and your home life, like your end of the the home, like dynamic, like what are you expressing? What are you telling and tolerating from this other person? And what can you do on your end of the road to make your home life more enjoyable and more in your control or just feeling better for you. In general, you're taking ownership of your half to improve the whole. So this applies to the some control sphere as well as the no control sphere. And that ends up putting a lot of stuff in the control sphere. Like when I'm looking at this stuff, like I just see like so much that I am in control of. And yeah, we just don't have control over our partner. So it's really important to be reminding ourselves that we do have a lot of control. Like we have control of our thoughts, our actions, the boundaries that are we're setting and what we're going to tolerate. And that puts all of that power back into our hands. And for me, I've just noticed the more that I focus on myself, the better my relationships are. Like I have had a history of just some unhealthy relationships romantically. And, you know, same thing sometimes with my friendships too, or my relationships with my family. Like the better that I've gotten on my end of the deal, like my communication, my boundaries, you know, my self-care and self-love, the better the relationship has been in, in total. Like there's just a lot less resentment because I'm speaking up about what I'm looking for and what I'm needing. There's less anxiety because I'm not like just worried about lying and cheating in the future because I'm allowing people to show me who they are and I get, I'm deciding if that's something that I want to tolerate. And then finally, I just have a lot more happiness and a lot more peace because when I'm focusing on my side of the road, like my passions, my goals, my friendships, like it's just putting a lot less pressure and focus on the relationship. And that just feels a lot more spacious and a lot more like just healthy to me and happy. But all right. Okay, guys, I think that wraps it up. So hopefully you saw like how much more you have control of. And if you are seeing some opportunities for yourself, yeah, just take note of that. Like see those things that you want to have more control of or to put more effort into thinking about rather than focusing on them. Like this is going to help us so much in our relationships because, yeah, they do involve other people and we don't have control over it over other people. We just have control over ourselves. And before I end the episode, I have a favor to ask. So behind the scenes, I've been working on something for you. 
It's going to include recipes, workouts, journal prompts, like just so much good stuff. And before I share it with you, I just really want to make sure that I have everything covered. So this is where you're going to come in. So I would love if you DM'd me your top two questions or struggles that you have when starting or staying consistent with your health and your fitness journey. Like, I just want to make sure I have those covered. So again, DM me your top two questions or struggles when it comes to starting and staying consistent with your health and fitness journey. I would love to hear your feedback so that I can just make sure that I have everything covered and make this little freebie like the best experience ever. So I would appreciate hearing from you. But other than that, have so much fun taking care of you and your end of the road and looking at the things that you can control and realizing like you have so much control in your relationship. But anyway, I hope this was helpful and I'm going to see you hopefully in my DMs as well as in that next episode. I just want to end by saying thank you so much for being here and for listening. If you like today's episode and are enjoying the show, please don't forget to rate it, subscribe and share with a friend. Any of these things are helping me so much to grow so I can get in the ears of those in need. So I really appreciate it. And for more content on self-love, fitness, and relationships, you can find me at happy.i.nest.jess on Instagram. Thank you so much, and I'll see you in the next episode.